and welcome back to my podcast. Good evening. My name is Arshi Sharma and I'm your host. And with this podcast, I try to kind of understand my experiences and also try to decode the mindsets and the toxic patterns that we have been brought up with and basically just try to understand them and unlearn them the best we can or the best I can. Um, today, I want to kind of talk about the male gaze. It's something that I've thought about on and off for the past few months, and it's made me come to some startling realizations uh, in my, or it's made me come to some startling realizations, especially when it comes to my place in the world as a woman. Uh, as a young woman and I kind of wanted to shed some light on it Um, so first of all male gaze is pretty pretty self-explanatory it just means how men view us and I feel like a lot of a lot of our existence for a long time has been defined by how men view us and yeah Uh, I kind of want to start at the beginning where this whole idea of beauty was introduced to me as a kid. Um, Obviously, we hear our parents talking at home. And uh, I think my uncle was in the process of getting married. He never got married. But at the time he was, there was like a prospective bride. And then, I don't know, just the way that my family was talking about the women that he was seeing was kind of, you know, very like weird looking back because they wanted to know how fair she was they wanted to know how tall or short she was how she looked what her appearance was and I guess that was my first kind of uh interaction with the idea of beauty um as a kid I thought my mom was the most beautiful person on the planet because obviously I hadn't really gone to school at that point but still um, even to this day to be honest that hasn't changed but yeah as a kid that like the whole marriage thing was kind of like my first introduction Um, so I was like okay so this is what it means to be pretty which is kind of uh, twisted and skewed uh, to view beauty through the eyes of uh, you know your conservative-ish Indian parents it doesn't really give you an accurate picture of what beauty is but okay that was kind of my first you know interaction with the idea um also I think heavily it was influenced by the media that I consumed at that age which was obviously movies because YouTube and all of that existed but obviously as a young kid I didn't really have access to that so the movies in hindsight now i realize were kind of you know effed up especially bollywood movies i feel like bollywood movies are still pretty behind when it comes to the accurate portrayal of a woman and her struggles but we are better than we used to be i distinctly remember watching kuch kuch hota hai and you know like for those of you who don't know what happens it's basically this guy who kind of ignores his best friend who is not that feminine in college and goes for this other like ultra feminine uh, woman 
and in the movie it's kind of seen that the ultra feminine woman is because she's like seen to be more attractive she has more value and hence that is why you know he picked her and then later on uh he picks his best friend like obviously when the ultra feminine woman passes away so it's like it kind of pushes the narrative that you need to be like as a woman you need to be ultra feminine you need to be on the submissive side you need to be um extremely like just extremely pretty in a very conventional way so that was the message that i got as a young kid watching the movie and obviously the i mean i i i think the kind of women that were uh acting in those times were also they also looked a certain way so my idea of beauty was kind of in a way shaped around that narrative if that makes sense and <coughs> sorry looking back um even like coming of age movies they kind of always showed the female protagonist to not be doing much with her life until the man comes along and gives her attention and that is when suddenly her life has purpose and i feel like coming of age movies in that sense are very um skewed or they have a very skewed perception of what like coming of age actually means because i mean for me it just meant like hanging out with my friends and late night conversations and like just figuring out who i was you know it didn't really have anything or anything much to do with a boy in a sense uh and also like i don't think i was wasting my life and basically doing nothing productive with my life before boys showed up i mean i was pretty much hustling throughout so i don't really understand the whole concept of oh like you need a man in your life like like you know you need someone in your life like you need like a rock a dependable person in your life and it's just like no like no we don't need men you know we may want them and i mean if we're lucky enough to date someone really sweet then that's amazing but we don't need to we don't need to like say that we need men because we don't we're perfectly capable surviving by ourselves and existing and having a good time i don't even i i don't understand why we need to be attached to men in a sense to be seen or to be you know of someone as value or to be seen as someone as with value i don't understand that another thing with male or the male gaze is how we're basically expected to be perfect like we're expected to look perfect like 24/7 and that's fucking insane and unrealistic as fuck like we aren't supposed to have body hair women don't have body hair we aren't supposed to um i don't know bob even though it's kind of impolite and you can always say sorry afterwards but still women as a rule are supposed to be more polite uh women aren't supposed to swear in general because it's not very lady like um women 
in terms of our appearances we're supposed to look a certain way like we're supposed to be curvy and thin like slim thick at the same time and our hair shouldn't be like there's just so many fucking beauty standards that are put on us from a very young age and it's just insane when you think about it like even like regular parts of being a mammal at the end of the day we're mammals right we are supposed to have hair <laughs> everywhere you know it's like it's biology at this point but no women aren't supposed to have hair when we're supposed to pretend like we don't have hair on our body you know we are just supposed to pretend like we don't fucking get our skin um like ra- like we don't get our hair waxed off and cry with pain once in every two months we're supposed to pretend like we don't cry when we get our eyebrows done we're supposed to pretend like we don't get our upper lip done like i don't understand <laughs> like why why are we expected to just be like or look a certain way like who decided all of this who made these rules you know who said that this was how it was supposed to be i don't understand that's one thing i don't understand about male gaze also just women just disliking other women like i grew up in like a pretty much i wouldn't say a girl school cuz we did have boys but we were separated and the amount of bitching i heard growing up was just insane or is just insane at this point like i mean my friends were really cool cool and amazing and i still i'm in touch with a few of them today very grateful for them but apart from that like girls would just judge the girl who would get the most male attention and pretend like somehow it was her fault that she was getting more male attention and i feel like that itself comes from a place of dire insecurity cuz as women again we're taught that our value is derived from male attention our value is derived from other boys thinking that we were attractive and that we were you know just the bees knees okay i'm sorry nobody says bees knees anymore i don't even know what generation i belong to but yeah just you know and the girls would hate or dislike the girl who seemed to get more male attention because again our value is seen to be tied intrinsically to male attention which is really ridiculous uh if you think about it like if you really sit and think about it everything just kind of unravels in your mind you know male attention is seen as some kind of currency that we all want to cash and it's just ridiculous you know <sighs> but yeah that's that there is that pressure and then there's also the pressure to have a significant other as a woman i feel like it is a lot larger than we like to admit you know as a women as a woman we kind of have that scarcity mindset where we're like oh my god like we need to like hunt boys down like we need to like make sure that 
you know we have a man and we get married to them by certain age and then we have kids and you know because our biological clock is running out and also at the same time we do want a successful career and it's just so much fucking pressure when you think about it that way for me thankfully i've never really thought about it that way for me my whole reason to like go out with someone was mostly because i'm like a hopeless romantic in a sense and i kind of was more uh to be fair like i was more invested in the idea of loving someone rather than actually like loving them before i fell in love obviously um after that it's been completely different feelings towards it but yeah before i fell in love it was more like um more of like the idea like i like the idea of falling in love um but a lot of people or like uh, some girls that i uh, talk to and i'm not shaming them obviously but it feels like they're just constantly in a hurry to you know find the one and like get married and start their lives as soon as possible and have kids and be a mom as soon as possible before all the good men run out in a sense and it's just i don't know it just i feel like it just puts like a lot of unnecessary pressure on like women to expect that of them especially since we're so busy just unlearning all of our own traumas to kind of deal with you know just a relationship but yeah for sure um the biggest lesson i did learn was I think and it took me like years and years and years to learn was just um my like value as a woman doesn't come from being attached to a man because for the longest time I wasn't in a relationship uh for the longest longest time I wasn't and looking back I mean those were some great times those were some fun normal amazing insightful beautiful times and me not being in a relationship in those times doesn't really mean that it took away anything f- uh from my value as a person and being in a relationship currently doesn't really add anything to my value as a person obviously i have new experiences now and i have new insight um now but my value more or less remains the same you know so that's something that's taken me the longest longest time to learn um and i feel like it's a lesson that i think more young girls should be taught because i feel like when you're insecure and when you're in a place where you don't really like yourself or you don't really appreciate yourself you kind of accept whatever treatment is dished out to you you know when you don't feel worthy of love and when you don't feel worthy of kindness you are more likely to accept the treatment you get which is what charlie said in books of being a wallflower we accept the love we think we deserve so as young girls i feel like they are more likely to be manipulated because they're extremely vulnerable extremely extremely vulnerable creatures and like predators and 
you know this really like like men who say that they're 20 but they're actually like 30 and they like basically pedophiles you know so they take advantage of these young girls because they prey on their vulnerabilities um because obviously at that age when you're not really used to getting attention or most girls like don't really get attention from boys their age um and if they do get it from a stranger online it's kind of enough for them to make them feel good about themselves which is really sad um and really it's a very it's a very heartbreaking thing to admit but that is how it is and that is why most of these situations end up happening in the first place you know obviously it's these sick sick men who kind of go out of their way to trap young women but of course it's also um unfortunately because these young girls are insecure and just want validation from someone which again comes down to comes down to uh, male attention you know i don't know who decided male attention was something that made you feel appreciated and loved like who decided this you know it's just heartbreaking um i feel like now at least there's this culture that girls are supporting other girls and i'm so i'm like living for it you know i know like on instagram and stuff if my friend like posts a picture I, i'm always like hyping her up and it's just nice you know to support your girlfriends it's nice to get that support back as well um it's very comforting it's like yes sis you know we're fighting the patriarchy because literally i feel like as women we tend to be really catty to each other even though we're part of the same system that oppresses us and that tries to keep us down and i genuinely don't understand the point of it like this is again a whole separate video on feminism that i want to make um but yeah like the male gaze has effectively at least in middle school and high school has ruined some female friendships like i lost one of my like closest friends at the time uh, when i was younger because her crush used to talk to me more and i didn't even have any idea what was going on like genuinely speaking i was just really sad to lose my friend like that but it happened we still kind of talk sometimes and but of course like it just got ruined because of this one like thinking on one mindset and it was nobody's fault so yeah i just don't want that to happen ever like with any friendship um with any of my future friendships but i feel like we're more mature now and we're kind of like the thing i like about being a woman a lot of women think that or a lot of women are led to believe i'm not even going to say a lot of women think that a lot of women are led to believe that aging is a bad thing and aging means that we slowly disappear and our value as a woman kind of decreases and even like a lot of 
you know the media makes us believe that like oh look at this actress she's aging gracefully look at that actress she's aging really well and when they don't then it's like oh my god like you won't believe uh this actress doesn't look the same anymore like look what time has done to her and it's just a terrible thing like something as natural and as wonderful as aging is seen as a bad thing suddenly you know like uh there's this uh movie Ocean's 8 in that I was watching um Best Dressed on YouTube today she was kind of talking about this and apparently she was talking about Ocean's 8 and Sandra Bullock's wrinkles were kind of airbrushed out which made me really angry because I want to be able to see like aging on screen you know I want to see women's like older women's stories you know on screen i want to hear about their experiences i want to be able to view them like in the media you know and i feel like and i've heard this so much even from my own family where they're like oh my god like you know this is the, you're like at the peak of your youth and you're you're at the peak of your attractiveness and this is where you should take like advantage of that and i'm just like who how do, who are you to make a decision that i'm not going to be attractive when i'm like 35 like you don't know how i'm going to look you know and we don't know how anyone's going to look at a certain age some people look better when they're older you know some we have that saying age like fine wine and also why does it matter if you're attractive or not the older we get ladies and even gentlemen but just the more experience we have um the better we're going to be at whatever we want to do um the funnier we'll be the more unapologetic we'll be and just the more we understand ourselves the more confident we'll be you know after having uh, a lot of experiences so i don't see why getting older and aging is seen as a bad thing like you know i think it's a wonderful thing and it's a very very natural thing so don't let the media fool you don't let them like fool you into thinking that your value as a woman is just going to decrease because you're not going to be as attractive as you are today like honey no like you might be even hotter you never know you know and who cares like if you're not attractive in their context you're always going to be attractive in your context as long as you believe that trust me so yeah realizing that my value as a woman is not tied to my physical appearance like obviously other people may never realize that but just realizing that for myself has been life changing just life changing not even kidding no cap you know just been a wonderful realization it's been a very comforting realization to have at the you know at almost 20 but it's like better late than never right so yeah these were my unfiltered unadulterated thoughts on the male gaze probably do a part 2 to this I'm not sure but there's definitely going to be a lot of similar ones coming up so if you guys like my podcast please make it a point 
to subscribe and obviously follow me on my instagram at traces of galaxies for so that you know when i like post a new podcast episode so yeah i hope you have a lovely dust lovely rest of the evening or morning or night or day depending on where you are and when you listen to this and i hope today treats you kindly and i hope you treat yourself kindly and yeah thank you so much for listening i love you good night <laughs>